The reading is taken from Isaiah 8, 1-15. The Lord said to me, Take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen, Maha Shalel Hajbaz, which means quick to the plunder, swift to the spoil. So I called in Uriah the priest and Zechariah as reliable witnesses for me. Then I made love to my wife, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. And the Lord said to me, Name him Maha Shalal Hajbaz, for before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus, capital of Syria, and the plunder of Samaria, capital of Israel, will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again. Because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh, and rejoices over Rezin, the king of Syria, and the son of Ramalia, the king of Israel, therefore the Lord is about to bring against them the mighty floodwaters of the Euphrates, the king of Assyria, with all his pomp. It will overflow all its channels, run over all its banks, and sweep on into Judah, swirling over it, passing through it, and reaching up to the neck. Its outspread wings will cover the breadth of your land, Emmanuel. Raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. This is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. He'll be a holy place. For both Israel and Judah, he will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. We live in a time of a swirl of words, ideas, conspiracy theories, fake news, half-truths and lies. These can cause fear, hysteria, mistrust and doubt, depending on how much credence we give them. How much does what is happening around us affect us? The situation is nothing new, of course. In 8th century BC, the two small kingdoms of Israel and Judah were assailed by threats and falsehoods from the larger nations around them that were vying for power. This caused them fear, panic, hysteria and muddled thinking. In their fear, they choose to focus on their inadequacies and not to trust the Lord of Israel. Despite the Lord's many appeals through his prophets, they turn from him and in defiance and disobedience, they place Israel, the northern kingdom, placed its trust in Rezin, the king of pagan Syria, and Judah made a treaty with pagan Egypt. They think that this will grant them protection and security. So Isaiah is commanded to prophesy the swiftness of God's judgment on them in two ways. Firstly, to take a placard and write a clear message on it. And secondly, to have a son and name him with that same prophetic message as a double sign of the imminence of the Assyrian invasion. In fact, before Isaiah's little boy can speak his first words, Assyria's fierce armies will sweep away, not only Israel, but the one it trusted, Syria. The army will flow on into Judah, but Jerusalem, its head, 
will be protected. Despite the people's long-standing disobedience, the Lord astonishingly offers grace and hope. Those who choose to look to him and him alone will find he is their sanctuary. Those who do not will find he is a snare. What alliances do we make or have we made out of fear? Oh, how easy it is to focus on our inadequacies and to let fear creep in. Notice that even Isaiah had to be warned not to fear. The Lord confronts him with the attraction and ease of behaving like the people around him. But God commands him, don't follow their ways or their words. Don't fear what they are fearing. Don't be caught up with their conspiracy theories. Instead, fear the Lord Almighty. To reverence him, for he alone is holy. Make him the cornerstone of the building of your life. He will never crumble or fail. In 1 Peter 3.14, Peter quotes Isaiah 8.12 to Christians who were being persecuted for making Jesus the cornerstone of the building of their lives. He wrote, Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. If you are reeling from the things you're being told, don't fly to other sources of consolation. Instead, rely on Jesus and his word, the truth in all circumstances, and flee to him, knowing that he alone can save. He alone is trustworthy and utterly just and holy. Make him, not your fears, the centre of your thinking. Make him the lord of your emotions. Make this a habit and it will secure you from dread. For the his light dispels the darkness of confusion and deceit. When we make our alliance with him, we find there's no need for others. He is sufficient. We have to choose to make our minds and our hearts not a place where we feed on matters that cause anxiety, but the place where we enthrone Jesus as Lord. When we do this, it will change us because he gives us a sure foundation and a hope that is centred on an eternal, certain future. And those who have fears, alliances and conspiracies will notice we're different and will ask us why. So instead of proliferating our anxiety, let's spend time preparing our answers. Father God, we praise you that you and you alone are God. You're the Lord God Almighty and a sovereign of the present and the future. Forgive us for the times when we focus on fear instead of on you. May you alone be the one we fear and worship. We come in reverence today and lay our fear and alliances at your throne and choose to make you Lord of our lives. Help us to prepare an answer about the hope we have in you for those who ask us. Amen. <laughs>